Are you scrambling to find a unique gift for your sailor who seems to have it all? Well, I've got you covered. Here comes another top 10 list gifts for sailors. Hey there, and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell, and I have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now. I'm here to help you reach your sailing goals, whether you're looking for gear reviews, safety tips, or just some fun sailing stories. This podcast will have it all. Your Pocket Sailing Instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing. I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. All right, welcome to another episode of Your Pocket Sailing Instructor. I'm Penny, and I'm very excited to have you here with me this week. So this week, with Christmas around the corner, I decided it was time to work on another top 10 list. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm currently putting together my Christmas list. And uh, there are some things on here that are definitely boat related. And I thought I would share another top 10 list for you. So this week, the list is all about the sailor in your life, whether that's you or you're shopping for someone else. Uh, But these gifts are specifically for somebody to use and also um, more for somebody who potentially does not have their own boat uh, and who might be sailing on different boats. So my first episode, which was all about comfort items for sailors, that was more geared towards sailors who have their own boat or things that they might like to get for themselves to use on their own boat or on a friend's boat um, or items that they would purchase for the boat specifically. Uh, This week we are taking a look at things specifically for your sailor. So I have my usual uh, list of things to keep in mind when I'm thinking of buying something for myself, for the boat, or for someone else. Uh, That is, is the item multi-purpose? Is the item easy to use? Is the item going to be durable? Uh, Is the item easy to store? Because we've talked about how storage on a boat is premium. And also, is the item practical? So some of these things are uh, going to be on the Least, least, less, less costly side of things, if that's even the way to say it. Uh, and some of them will be more costly. So I tried to add a bit of variety for different shopping budgets so that uh, I'm not doing all the you know expensive techie stuff at once, but I'm also not doing all the little stocking stuffer type of things. So, so here we go. Let's get going. So the first thing on my list is not too overly complicated, and yet it seems to be an item that is always elusive and hard to find the perfect one, and that is a good pair of sailing gloves. I have been through many, many pairs of gloves. I've been sailing for a very long time, whether it's on the dinghies or out on my keelboat, uh, and whether I'm just cruising around or I'm racing, um, you almost need a few different types of pairs of gloves, uh, depending on the type of sailing that you're doing and also the type of of, uh, weather that you're out in and the time of year. So I have uh, several different pairs of sailing gloves that I use. I'm always looking for other gloves as well. One pair of gloves that I use uh, regularly, they are the Gill Championship Sailing Glove, the long finger glove. 
Um, this particular pair of gloves, they have the thumb and the index finger are cut off so that your fingers, uh, those two fingers are exposed and can be used. And for me, that is um, pretty much how I like all of my gloves. Um, I don't have any sailing gloves or gloves that I use for sailing that have those two fingers covered. Uh, because when I am working with the sheets and the halyards, uh, winches, whatever I'm trying to do, even if I'm, you know, plugging something into the GPS, constantly taking gloves on and off is a really big pain, uh, especially once they start to get wet. Um, or if your hands are cold, you can really start fumbling around a lot. So I just find that having the tips of those two fingers cut off just makes it that much easier for me to uh, have my manual dexterity available to do whatever it is I need to do on the boat. So I do like this pair of gloves. They come with the, the index and the thumb fingers already cut off. Sometimes I have bought gloves that are full fingered gloves, and then I've actually cut off the, the those two fingers myself. Um, but yeah, if you can find a pair that are already designed like that, that's even better. Um, and then I also have a pair of short finger gloves. I like the Amara and Spandex, spandex sorry, uh, short finger gloves. Uh, I use those definitely out on the dinghy racing used to use those all of the time and they lasted for years and years and years. They were amazing. Um, and also in the summer when it's quite warm, I will definitely wear those gloves as well. And then like I've mentioned in some of my other episodes, I like to just have a couple pairs of generic kind of Helly Hansen work gloves on board whether I am trying to clean something up, work with an anchor line, uh, if I'm chartering in the uh, Adriatic and I have to grab a slime line or lazy line as they like to call them, um, you know, anytime that you need to grab something that might be uh, potentially covered in yuckiness or barnacles or anything that uh, where you could cut your hand. I just like to have a few extra pairs of Helly Hansen work gloves on the boat as well. So that could be another option for your sailor. So that is item number one. All right. So item number two is something that I use all the time when I'm geeking out with my charts. And you guys know I love to geek out with my charts. And that is a handheld compass. So for me, I have been using uh, a Plastimo Iris 50 handheld compass since I think I bought my first one in like 1993 or something. I just love the design, super durable. Uh, they light up easily. You can charge them up with your flashlight or headlamp or whatever if you're using them in the evening. Uh, just a really easy handheld compass to use. Uh, another popular one is the Davis handheld compass. And also Richie has another hand. There's several different handheld compasses that you can find. But basically for your sailor, when they're heading out on somebody else's boat and they're going to be looking at charts, trying to take bearings off of objects, it's great for them to have their own handheld compass because that is a piece of equipment uh, in your seamanship toolbox that you will become very familiar with. Uh, and it's ideal for you to have one that you use regularly, that you can read quickly, uh, and that you're comfortable using. So handheld compass would definitely be another great uh, gift item for your sailor. And that's item number two. So item number three is uh, getting a little down and personal here, but uh, this item I have 
already done an entire episode just about uh, this particular item, but that is base layers. So providing uh, new fun warm base layers for your sailor are really key uh, for them to have a great time out on the boat. Uh, I have been out sailing and not wearing the proper base layers and really suffered for it. And I have been out sailing and wearing the proper base layers and it is a complete dream. So base layers uh, don't underestimate the impact that they can have, making sure that you have the right weight, the right type of fabric that you like, depending on the type of sailing that you're doing. And in episode 11, I talk all about base layers and I get into um, active sports. What type of base layers should you have? What type of fabric and weight should you be trying to uh, look for? If you're going to be sweating a lot, if you are doing colder weather sailing, you might need something a little bit heavier gauge. So I talk about all of that in episode number 11. But like I just said, it can be really, really key um, and it can really impact your sailing and, and the pleasure that you're having out on the boat if you don't have those proper base layers there to help you stay nice and warm and comfortable. So that's why I included this one on my list. It's uh, potentially something that might be difficult to buy for somebody else, but a gift card uh, so that they can go and purchase their own base layers would be really, really appreciated. I find for myself, it's one of those things that I do underestimate um, purchasing the right type or the, the right, uh, style that I need. I spent years buying cheap variations of base layers and kind of like my foul weather gear, I have realized it's something that you don't want to skimp on. You don't want to cut out a few extra dollars, uh, just to, uh, pinch some pennies. And, uh, it's definitely something that is a worthwhile investment and they will last you a long time, uh, depending on, um, how rough you are with your sailing, I guess. But so base layers are our next item. All right. So this next item is an item that I have talked about a few times in some of my previous episodes, uh, including episode two, uh, talking about new sailor sailing gear. So what types of things should you invest in as a new sailor? Uh, and for me, this is a good pair of sunglasses. So this is an great gift to get somebody again, kind of like base layers. It's kind of one of those boring things that you might not want to spend a lot of your own money on, but if somebody were to hand me, you know, a $200 gift card for Oakley or something like that, I would be over the moon, uh, really excited and happy to go and purchase a really good pair of sunglasses that will protect my eyes. So for me specifically, I've had a lot of great luck with Oakley. Uh, they have a really nice lens that they use that has anti-glare. And also Smith Optics uh, is another company that I have used previously for sailing. Uh, I was gifted a pair when I was doing a triathlon, actually, actually and I hadn't used... Uh, any of their sunglasses previously, uh, but they just fit really well. So sunglasses, again, are kind of a personal thing that you need to try on and see how it fits and, you know, see if it's comfortable, see if it wraps around properly. I talk a, a bit about side glare and getting side coverage in episode two, uh, because when you're out on the water, you have the sun coming at you from all angles. So a really good pair of sunglasses is really essential and something that you're sailor will be able to use again, uh, either on their boat when they're out sailing, or it's an easy
easy item for them to put into their sailing gear backpack and bring with them when they go racing with their friends or, or whatever. So uh, item number four is a good pair of sunglasses. Item number five would be a great stocking stuffer. And this one is, is one of those funny items that can either be really expensive if you want to go a little bit crazy or you can go super, super cheap on it. Uh, and that is a headlamp. So sometimes people kind of uh, don't think about the advantages of having a headlamp on a boat, but they are very, very numerous. Trust me, I use a headlamp all the time and I curse whenever the battery dies on me, which of course is when I need it the most. Um, but a really good headlamp is key. So uh, one of the headlamps that I purchased specifically for my trip across um, the Pacific when I was coming back from Hawaii was the NaviSafe LED headlamp. Um, I believe I purchased it from Binnacle, um, Binnacle Marine. I'm not entirely sure, but um, it, it was a great headlamp, several settings, um, so brightness settings, and then also a night setting as well, which ended up being completely uh, key for us on our trip. Because if you've listened to that, that particular podcast episode, you'll know what happened with all of our electronics. So our night vision was key. So yeah, a headlamp, you can go um, really crazy with it. So the Navisafe one that I used is kind of mid-range. Uh, and then the uh, lower end of things, you can literally buy one for $20, $30. Uh, the Petzl headlamp, those are all over the place. I'm probably totally not pronouncing it properly. Uh, I apologize. But uh, that one, again, generic, everyday type of use headlamp. And then I have seen headlamps um, that are well over $100. So again, there's a wide variety, huge spectrum of availability with this particular item. And one of the things that I would make sure that you're looking for is you're looking again, all my usual list, durability, uh, easy to store, all that kind of stuff. But you also want something that is waterproof. Uh, you want something that has a red lens for uh, night vision. So it needs to have the multi-lens. So it can be either white, bright light, or it can be red for in the evenings. You know, if you're doing your navigation down below, you don't want to be waking up all your bunk mates by having a bright light, white light shining on them and stuff. So this one is definitely a fun item that you can get into. Uh, and I highly recommend this item uh, for your sailor. So that was our first five items. Item number six is actually an item that I purchased not only for myself for the boat, but also for my two daughters to use on the boat as well. And uh, that is a Kindle. So a Kindle or some sort of e-reader is really great to have on a boat because again, huge space saver. So instead of bringing books with you, you have your e-reader there and you can purchase and download all kinds of different books onto your e-reader or it could be a tablet that you are uh, having your books on as well. So I would highly recommend something like that because you could also download your cruising guides on there. Um, I have my cruising guides on a tablet that I have because I purchased a Kindle. So my Kindle is specifically through Amazon. 
But some of the newer tablets and e-readers, you can definitely download um, information for your cruising guides. I like to take photos of some of the charts and some of the areas that we're going to. And then that way I kind of have everything on one um, device, I guess you could say. So, um, if you get a tablet, then you could definitely be taking photos, not only of cruising guides, where you're going, your charts and all the, all of your route information, but you could also upload all of the owner's manuals for the particular boat that you're going on and the systems that are on that boat. So that's something that I did when we went to Croatia for the charter boat. I looked up the type of of boat. I looked up the engine that was going to be on the boat. I looked up some of the electronics that were on the boat, and then I downloaded the um, the web copies of those owner's manuals so that I could have them as a quick reference on my tablet uh, in PDF availability so I could look things up as we were going and turned out to be handy a couple times because I did need to look things up. So having um, a tablet specifically for a variety of reading material is a really good idea and that would be an excellent gift for any sailor. Or if you have a really avid reader like me uh, for in your sailing group, then having a Kindle or some sort of e-reader where they could download some of their favorite books and bring those books with them on their travels so they're not carrying around all kinds of paper, paperback copies of whatever, um, that would be a really excellent gift for someone. So on to item number seven here. This item, uh, I've gone through a few of them over the years, and I absolutely love the one that I have currently, but that is a really good pair of binoculars. I know that this sounds really uninspiring, <laughs> but to for those of you who have ever uh, been out on the water, lots of glare, lots of sun going on, waves, all that stuff, and you're trying to find a tiny little navigational aid that's supposed to be bright red, but it's probably covered in bird poop, so it's more of a grayish, pinkish kind of color. Uh, you know the area where it's supposed to be, but you can't find it to save your life. Yeah, I've been there. So a really good pair of binoculars will really help you when you are out on the boat. And this is something that I guarantee your sailor will love. Um, I have an amazing pair of Olympus binoculars. Ironically, they were gifted to me uh, by my father-in-law before he knew that we were uh, getting Spindrift shipped out to Nelson from Montreal. I don't know if I've told you guys that story yet of how my boat crossed the country, but I'll have to do another episode on that. But uh, basically, I received these uh, great binoculars for Christmas, and we had just decided that we were going to ship my grandfather's boat um, out from Montreal. So that Christmas was hilarious because... Uh, Spindrift, even though had not arrived in Nelson yet, was receiving all kinds of gifts. <laughs> so, you know, Spindrift ended up receiving um, the hammock that I talked about uh, in episode one, uh, a new set of dishes, all kinds of ridiculous things. But I was very excited to be getting our own boat for our family. And I really wanted to kind of put our stamp on it and make it our own. So, that Christmas, we ended up buying a lot of things for the boat that had yet to arrive, 
But one of the things that I did get from my father-in-law that have ended up being an amazing gift was this great set of binoculars. So like I mentioned, I have an Olympus brand set of binoculars. They're anti-glare, great for using out on the water. And the technology has really, really advanced over the years. Um, so it's definitely a worthwhile investment. These, a good set of binoculars will set you back two to three hundred dollars. Um, and they are an investment and they're something that hopefully you will not have to replace very often. So I'm thinking like my first set of binoculars I probably had for a good 10, 15 years and they were not very good. Uh, and this set of binoculars I foresee having for quite a while. So I've already had them at least eight years now. Um, so yeah, having a really good set of binoculars will be really helpful for your sailor when they're out on the water, as far as finding navigational aids, looking for hazards, uh, checking entrances to marinas. Sometimes it can be a little tricky to try and figure out where the entrance is or, or how it's all organized, even with the cruising guides and some of the photos. I traditionally always pull out the binoculars and have a really good look along the shoreline and the entrance to the marinas when I'm heading in. I just really like to plan things out. I know you'll be shocked by that. <laughs> um, I like to have a good plan in place and I like to see where I'm going and what I'm doing. So for me, having a, a good set of binoculars has been really great. So item number eight is, uh, I would put um, this under the category of stocking stuffer, probably. Uh, just a really simple, easy thing to purchase for your sailor. And you can usually buy them kind of in packages of, I think, three or five. Uh, but that would be a set of wet notes. So wet notes, if you have not heard of them, or I believe there's another brand called Right in the Rain. Uh, but basically, it's, it's a waterproof notebook. And I have several of these. I go through them throughout the season because I use them to make notes on when I'm teaching and, and all that kind of stuff. But also when I'm heading out uh, for our charter, for instance, I will make notes each morning about where we're going, uh, what facilities are available there, what side we'll be docking on, uh, marina contact information, any hazards along the way, any danger bearings that I took blah, 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 a whole bunch of information that otherwise might have me running up and down in and out of the cabin to have a look at my notes on the logbook. So instead, I have my wet notes, which are a, a nice small little uh, notebook, and I keep a lot of my information in there. And obviously, like the name, they can get wet. Uh, sometimes the ink will run. I use a pencil because I find that a pen, uh, it will run on you. But um, the smaller sized wet notes are great because I have found that they're the perfect size to fit into the cargo pocket on my fallow weather gear. So I can fit it right in there. I've got a pencil with it uh, side by side, side by each, however you say it. Um, and that way, if I want to make a note about something or I'm, you know, sometimes it's even just a quick maintenance thing. Like you're, you're out in pretty gnarly weather and you don't want to be going up and down in and out of the cabin because you're going to be dragging water back and forth and all that stuff. Uh, you can have your little notebook there and you can write down notes as you're going as you remember things like, oh, I got to fix this, or oh, I got to remember to check on that, or blah, 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 whatever. So uh, there's a lot of different reasons and uses to have uh, wet notes on board a boat. And that would be item number eight. 
All right, we're coming down to the nitty gritty here. We only have two more items left. And then I actually have a, a list of bonus items because it is hard to just stop at 10. <laughs> um, so item number nine is something that I use uh, all year round, multi-purpose. So for this one, I use it when I am sailing. I use it when I'm skiing. I use it for the sun. I use it for the cold. Hmm, I wonder what it is. So in this case, I am talking about a buff. So a sailing buff, if you have ever watched an episode of Survivor, you are very familiar with the buff. Uh, and basically, a buff can be used to, like I mentioned, either protect you from the sun. So I use it in the summer. A few years ago, we had this crazy heat dome that I was out teaching in. And so I had a buff that I had up over my head to keep my ears kind of covered and my head, even though I had a hat on as well, but just keeping everything covered. Cause again, we're getting that glare off of the water too. So um, you can use it for sun protection. You can use it for warmth. So I have a thicker one that I use when I'm skiing. I also always use it if I'm out sailing in the winter. We do winter sailing races out here in Nelson called the Rum Cup, where we get to win a bottle of rum. So there's a bunch of us that go out, all hopeful. Um, but so it's good for keeping you warm. And there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can wear these things, whether it's as a headband or ear protection, neck protection, face protection, whatever. Just again, watch a couple episodes of Survivor. Survivor, You'll have all kinds of different ideas of how to wear this thing. Um, so a buff, very simple thing, but it's a very versatile um, piece of equipment that your sailor could use in their sailing kit. So I would definitely recommend that one. Easy, easy to get and fun for them to use. And finally, the last item that I am going to talk about today, a item number 10, this is so that your sailor can show up on their friend's boat and be the party of the boat or the savior of the boat. And that is a waterproof speaker. So I have uh, a couple little waterproof speakers. Uh, right now, one of the ones that has uh, followed me all over the place and served me very, very well is the SRX, SRS XB13. It's an extra base waterproof Bluetooth speaker. I have a link for it uh, in the show notes. Again, sailnelson.com forward slash podcast. You'll find links to all of these items there. Um, and so this particular speaker basically, it is so covered with uh, epoxy paint and bottom paint and all kinds of stuff. Like I said, it's been with me everywhere over the last few years. Uh, it produces great sound. It is easy to uh, carry around because it's not overly big. I also really like it has this kind of loop that I actually put a carabiner on it and then I just clip it on. So I clip it onto the backstay. I clip it to the boom. I clip it off to the handrail. There are several places around the boat, depending on what we're doing, where we're going, who's sitting, where, who's doing what. I can move this thing around for optimal sound. Um, again, to keep the beats going. And uh, it's just been a great little investment. So this particular one that I purchased, it was at the source and it was $50. So really didn't have to think much about getting that one. Uh, some of the other ones you can get kind of these bars or kind of speaker tubes. 
I don't even know how to describe them. Uh, definitely a lot bigger than what I have, uh, but there's several different uh, versions of it. I'm sure that you potentially already have a speaker, so you're familiar with them, but JBL Charge 5 waterproof speaker is a really good one. There's They have an Extreme 3 portable waterproof speaker. Bose uh, SoundLink, they have a really good uh, Bluetooth speaker. So again, this is one of those items where you could go as high as you want and spend hundreds of dollars, or you can kind of go willy-nilly and just bare minimum go for the $50 one, kind of like I did. Uh, and again, I'm loving mine. It's just a little Sony speaker. Um, but this will basically help your sailor be the star of the show. And if the wind dies, at least you can have some fun with some good tunes, link up your Spotify and off you go. So that is item number 10. So like I mentioned, I had a hard time um, just stopping at 10 items, but for the most part, I, I kept it pretty small. I have a few extra ideas here as far as extra things that your sailor would enjoy. So one idea is gift certificates, uh, gift certificates to stores like the Nautical Mind. That is a basically nautical bookstore that's in Toronto. One of my favorite bookstores ever. Um, there's also Binnacle, which is a marine store. Marine Outfitters is another store, West Marine, uh, and also Amazon gift cards. So gift cards to any of those different businesses. Uh, there are a lot of great things that can be purchased online through them, either for your sailor, for them to wear or use personally, or potentially boat gifts as well. And then some other great gift ideas uh, would include gifting a course so I've talked about in a few of my episodes, the value of education and the value of helping your sailor take their skills to the next level. So maybe there's a course that they've had their eye on for a while and you can purchase a gift certificate for them to take that course. Um, or maybe they need, you know, an online membership or maybe there is a yacht club that they've been wanting to join. So you can, you know, provide um, some help for them to, to pay for that to further their skills. And also books are always a great idea too, as far as furthering their skills. And I have episode nine, I talked a lot about uh, a few different books that I like to read, and I'll probably come up with a few other lists for that as well. Um, and in episode four, I talk about courses and different courses that people can take during the off season. Uh, everything from, you know, first aid, marine first aid, um, coastal navigation, VHF radio. Uh, there are a lot of different courses that you could take in the off season when you are thinking about sailing and hoping and wishing that you were out sailing, but instead you're stuck in the snow. Maybe winter is not your thing, but there are still some things that you can do to continue on the training. And those would be great, great gift ideas for any sailor. All right, so this is a freebie alert for this episode. I have gone ahead and created a free download for you guys. It is a shopping list for this episode with links to where you can purchase these items and some extra tips and information about the items. So uh, feel free to head on over to salenelson.com forward slash podcast. Click on episode 35 and you'll find a link for your free download there. All 
right, so there you have it. My top 10 list of gifts for sailors. I hope you enjoyed these. I tried to make them a little more creative and a little outside of the box from the traditional type of sailing gifts that you will find. So something different for you to think about and make sure that you definitely head over to sailnelson.com to get your free download. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Happy shopping. <laughs>